That was uh, Brian White with uh, Rebecca Lynn, one of his six number one singles. You are tuned into uh, the uh, Whiskey and Cigarettes show in the company of uh, your Italian cowboy, your Romeo of the Rodeo, DJ Nick. And guess what, my friends? We are in the company of this incredible singer and songwriter, Mr. Brian White. Hey, Brian, how are you? I'm good, Nick. How are you today, buddy? I'm doing great, thanks, Brian. And I wanted to uh, thank you very, very much for taking your time out to be a guest on the show today. Hey, it's an honor. Thank you for uh, thank you for your time. Well, the pleasure is definitely ours. Well, uh, Brian, the first thing I did want to ask you was, we just heard Rebecca Lynn, which, as I was saying, is one of your six number one singles. What is the story behind that song? Well, you know, it's it's a uh, it's a story of undying love. You know, it's it's uh, it's a song that you know starts out. I mean, it's it's a couple. It's a two people that have known each other since uh, you know grade school you know and so and they grow up together and and uh you know they they've been together since uh the beginning of their lives you know and they end up falling in love and starting a family and i, I love it because the imagery is so uh so poignant you know in the song and I, I i think uh at the core of all of us uh we all want that in our lives and i mean i think that's uh i think that's what's special about rebecca lynn Oh, definitely. I definitely agree with you on that. And like I said, you know, six number one singles. And what are the ingredients that make up a number one single? Wow, that's a really good question, Nick. Um, I don't know that I have the market cornered on that at all. <laughs> you know, um, I'll try to see if I can answer that question. That's a tough one. I don't know if uh, if any of us in the industry would ever claim to know exactly what a hit is before it becomes a hit. Um, but if I were to take a stab at it, I would probably say, you know, it's got to have a, a subject matter that people can connect with for one thing. Um, and it has to be coupled with a really, really catchy or great memorable melody, mm-hmm. uh, as well as, uh, as well as a great accompaniment, uh, underneath it, a great, uh, arrangement uh, as far as you know the music goes so it's maybe that's a, a three uh three of the uh, of the elements that have to sort of you know come together to make a uh, a hit song right and um recently you know we've seen as far as the number one ones go for example in billboard of late they have been under criticism by some people for example if we look at luke bryan's that's my kind of night or the florida georgia line with cruise they have been criticized as being overly simplistic songs and not being deemed worthy by some of being number one what is your opinion on today's country and these uh the, the number ones of today well you know uh things you know, change, you know, that there is a, a, a crop of artists now that they're doing what they want to do. They're writing about what they know and what they grew up doing. And, uh, you know, country music has always been simple and, uh, at its core, it's, it's about real life, true life. I mean, real emotion, uh, you know, simple people and, and simple concepts. And, uh, I think that's why, uh, the country music, uh, fan, uh, would tell you, I mean, that's why people enjoy country music because it's, it's simple and it's, uh, and it's, 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 uh, it's very real and very authentic. And, um, yeah, I think simplicity is a good thing. Well, definitely. And, uh, your latest album, Dust Bowl Mold Dreams is your tribute to your heritage as an Oklahoman and the American dream. And would you say these values that are depicted in this song and that you, I think, try to bring through with this album are still alive today? 
I, I do. I think at the core of all of us, and, and not even specifying the American dream, but I think just everybody, uh, you know, at large, um, has a, has a dream. And that dream is, is pretty, pretty, you know, pretty general. I think, I think people, you know, want to have success in their lives and, and, you know, that's, you know, you, people want to find true love. They want to raise a family and they want to, uh, uh, be free of stress and free of strife, you know I mean? And, and we, we all know that, uh, certain things in our life we have to work hard at to, to, uh, achieve, you know, and, um, that's really sort of what I wanted to, uh, you know, uh, achieve with uh, Dust Bowl Dreams and that lyric. You know, I, it, it really is a tribute, in a, in a lot of ways, to my grand my grandfather. Mm-hmm. He was just a very hard worker. He loved people. Uh, his reputation was everything. His name was everything, and um, and he loved his family. You know, and and he and he loved uh, where he was from. And uh, you know, I think I think we all have that in us. Uh, definitely. And uh, you say that your identity was formed by the music industry. What does that mean exactly? Well, that's a good question. You know, nobody's really ever asked me uh, about that particular quote. And you know what I mean is um, when when we have success in, in this industry, uh, if you don't have a real strong foundation as far as you know knowing who you are, uh, it can really affect you. That success can begin to affect you. And um, I know you, you've probably heard the term drinking the Kool-Aid, you know. Yeah. And, and, I mean, you know, basically you, you start having success and, and everybody starts telling you the great, you're the greatest thing since sliced bread and you, you kind of start to believe it. And, uh, you know, it starts to sort of, you start to see your identity as wrapped up in, you know, your next hit or your success or awards or, or whatever, you know, what, you know, what would the pedestal that people put you on? But I, you know, I found out later in years that, you know, that, that really can take you down, you know, it's cause that's not what life's all about. You know, it's, it's about, uh, you know, love and, and family and, and, um, trying to be a, a good influence with the music that you make, you know, but, but the music, the success I think is what, what I really meant at the core of that quote is that the success uh, began to define me, if that makes any sense. It definitely does. And uh, what, and throughout your career, you know, you've achieved some amazing accolades and have done so much. And what, what meant more to you, having one of your records earn platinum status or duetting with Shania Twain on a song like From This Moment On? Ah, that's a good question. Uh, you know what, Nick? A lot of people ask me about, you know, my favorite you know, moment in my career or what's the best thing that's ever happened. And it's so hard to answer because I'm grateful for every opportunity and every, you know, achievement that that's happened along the way. Um, uh, you know, I would probably say, uh, you know, uh, being able to, you know, have achieved success at, on a worldwide, uh, uh, position and to be able to gain fans, uh, to help me ensure that I'm going to be able to do this for a long time. I mean, you know, I think all of those things, you know, add to that. I mean, I'm, I'm grateful just to, to still be making music and traveling the world. And, and it's all because of what happened in the nineties, you know, it's all because of those fans that, that put me where I am. Um, so it's hard to sort of pinpoint one specific thing, but, but I, I just have to say all of the above. I mean, the fans, it's, it's, it's them. I want to thank for the, the hit records and the success and, and, 
and I'm, I'm definitely grateful for Shania Twain calling me to sing a duet because that, that is by far one of the, the, to me, one of the neatest projects that I've ever been involved with. Oh, well, I, I, I'm, I'm sure. And uh, your voice has been likened to that of Vince Gill. Would you consider him one of your musical influences? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Vince Gill is, uh, I don't think there's anybody in my industry or, or any other industry that, w- that would tell you that Vince Gill is not one of the most uh, greatest vocals ever, you know, in our, in our, uh, in our lifetime, you know, he's a, an incredible tenor and uh, was a huge influence on, on my, uh, on my career and, and my musical style as well. Right. And uh, which country song do you wish you had written or that you had recorded? <laughs> That's a tough one. The guy, there's so many of them. Uh, it's so hard to, to, you know, name one specific song. I would probably say, uh, I would probably say, I, I wish I had written, uh, He Stopped Loving Her Today. <laughs> well, definitely a good pick. And uh, following uh, Dust Bowl Dreams, what other subject matter would you like to tackle in your songs? Wow, you know, I'm I'm sort of doing that a little bit. I'm working on a new project. Uh, actually, as we speak, I actually took the headphones off to answer the, the phone today uh, when you called me. I'm working on a new album, and it's entitled Shine. And I'm I'm touching on some subject matter uh that i i really never have before i'm i'm going a lot deeper with with just you know my own life struggles and things that that i have to you know the hurdles that i have to jump through all the time and and uh you know i'm just sort of uh opening up the uh you know opening my life up a little bit more with this record and be just being you know more and more honest right so uh will we be looking at some sort of an autobiographical record of sorts I would say a little bit, yeah. You know, I think there's every with every you know uh, project that I do, there you know it's always a snapshot of where I am at that moment, you know, and that's you know really what Dust Bowl Dreams was. But this one is, you know, I think uh, it's going to capture uh, you know the 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 emotional and, and maybe a little bit darker side of me that the you know the, the, a bit of the internal struggle that I deal with, and of course we all have those things in our lives that we're you know, trying to get past and, and fight through. But there's also the funny, quirky side of me uh, in terms of the up-tempo side of the music that's going to be really, really fun and, and uh, you know, really uh, on the on the rock pop edge um, of country. And, and uh, it's you know, it's going to be really uh, sort of a nice blend of, of the two, if you will. Right. And, uh, and actually, as far as that, do you already have an idea or a tentative date for when for when this will be unleashed to the world? My plan is to have the the album completed uh, by the first week of January, but mm-hmm. I'm uh, I am uh, going to be uh, featured on a, a brand new docu series for TNT, uh, which debuts February 24th, um, and I'm scheduling the actual release of the album to be around the same time of the very first episode that airs. Oh, great. Well, well, we'll definitely be looking forward to that, Brian. And, uh, and finally, you know, yeah, definitely, definitely very, very excited. And finally, you know, any words for uh, all our listeners out there and all your fans out there? Nick, I can't express enough uh, how much the fans mean to me. It, it is, uh, it is, I'm so grateful <clears throat> on a daily basis uh, just to, 
be able to make music and to have feedback. I love that my fans are so vocal uh, about their experiences with my music and, and coming to shows. And uh, I love uh, getting feedback on new material, you know, and, and just hearing stories that they share on Twitter and uh, Facebook about their favorite memories. And, and it's so great to know that you've uh, touched people's lives in some small way. Uh, I guess I would just want them to know that it means the world to me. Oh, and you know you you've definitely done an awesome job so far, Brian. And we are, you know, I want to of course, you know, once again, thank you very, very much for your time. And of course, want to wish you uh, best of luck as far as this uh, new album Shine goes, and uh, every all your other endeavors. And uh, we are going to be seeing you out here with another song of yours, which will be uh, someone else's star. And as far as this song goes, any particular anecdotes as far as this one goes? Well, this is a song that you know. Again, I think uh, country music. It does a really good job at, at uh, you know, relating to so many people. And someone else's star is, is really a lot of people's story. Uh, you know, it's about uh, just, you know, they haven't found the right one yet. And they're just, uh, they're just, you know, it's kind of got a little bit of a loneliness element uh, to the song. And it's just, uh, they're, they're really just, uh, you know, wishing on a star, but, but the, the, uh, the viewpoint of the, of the storyteller is, man, I just can't get it right. I, I guess I'm wishing on someone else's star, you know, well, what, what do I need to do here? You know? So, um, it's kind of a, I don't know. I guess it's a bit of a, of a Charlie Brown type of, uh, perspective, you know, woe is me kind of thing, but, but it's got a charming element to it. And and the music, especially and the melody is, is I think what, uh, what, you know, really makes the song, uh, you know, really, a, a, a unique, uh, accompaniment, you know? Uh, oh, definitely. Well, we're going to be going into this one. This will be uh, someone else's star. Brian, once again, thank you very, very much for your time and best of luck with everything. Nick, thank you very much and happy holidays to you, sir. Oh, the same to you. Well, my friends, you heard it from the man himself, uh, Mr. Brian White, uh, new album in the works. In the meantime, uh, enjoy another one of his uh, great hits. This will be uh, someone else's star. You are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes show with your Italian DJ, Nick. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> 